we can help. Six sports minds playing with powerful toys. He's got some tools. 105.5 and 97.5 FM. We are the Roar, where every day is game day. Welcome back. Glad to have you with us. As you make your way to Doug Kingsborough Stadium this weekend, stop by Tiger Sports Shop. They've got the brand new Clemson baseball uniforms. They've got the hats and got uh, hoodies. And we'll have to have a, a little bit of layers in there for you uh, over at Doug Kingsborough this weekend. But make your way in town. Uh, they're open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Two great locations Tiger Boulevard, College Avenue. It's our friends at Tiger Sports Shop. Uh, all of your Clemson, your new uh, lacrosse gear, your gymnastics gear, your softball gear. But then it comes in baseball stuff as well. Tigersports.com. Check them out. It's uh, Tiger Sports Shop in both great locations here in Clemson. Uh, it is, uh, I'm like a little kid coach uh, as I bring it, Eric back. It's that baseball is here. Coach Backett, good morning. Uh, welcome in, man. And uh, I got to tell you, I'm just jumping out of my skin. So, so excited for, for Friday. I know you're the same way. Good morning, Mickey. Thanks for having me. Look forward to doing this every Tuesday. I, I am as well. Coach. Baseball coaches, college baseball coaches turn into weathermen. And if you want some good news, how about opening day, Doug Kingsmore, forecast right now, 64 degrees, man. How about that? Hey, let's go. <laughs> that sounds great. It's always 70 and sunny in our mind, but when it's actually 70 outside, it's yeah. even better. So I love that. Uh, that's fantastic. Uh, I know big crowds coming out. I know you can't wait to get there. It's nothing like uh, Doug Kingsmore and, and the great crowds coming over that way. Um, I'll ask you first and foremost, Coach, uh, Xavier coming to town. Um, what do we know about, about what kind of ball club they'll bring south for the, for the home opener? Well, they're very good. That's what everyone should know. They they knocked off Vanderbilt in the regional last year and played for a regional championship. And this is a program, uh, one of those, you know, they call them a mid-major, but they're a very, very good club. They're in regionals more than they're not. Well coached. They added another great coach to their staff in Riley Bertram. So Riley Bertram will that? be uh, back at DKS this weekend uh, coaching for the other team. Uh, but they're they're a great program. Have always been good. You know, we played them a lot when we were at Michigan. They gave us fits. They have physical, aggressive players. They can always hit. They're good. I mean, they're going to be good. They're going to give us everything in a in a tough challenge that we're gonna we're, we could ask for and want. Uh, Two o'clock on Friday. Four o'clock on Saturday. One o'clock on Sunday. Coach, I know you've talked so much about uh, the big picture and, and each team, and each team is different. Um, a, a long fall ball season for you, uh, a kind of a short lead up to the season here in the spring. What do you know about this team that you didn't know on paper at, uh, at least, or what do you know about the team from the spring that you might not have learned from them in the fall? Uh, I don't I don't know. That's a tough one, Mickey. I don't know if I've learned anything new in the last few weeks. Um, I would say that, uh, the one takeaway about this group that I realized very quickly in the fall is just how how motivated they are, how on a mission they are, the chip on the shoulder they have, um, 
and you know they they came out just in attack mode you know you could tell it was a group that was on a mission had a bitter taste in their mouth the way things ended last year and um and they just you know we have a shared language of how you do anything is how you do everything and i saw that you know they saw that with the way they went about community service the way they went about their academics and, and set a new team gpa the way they just kind of operated daily within the program whether it was lifting weights or baseball activity or whatever it was just a uh, kind of a group of guys committed to excellence in in all areas and have just continued to see that as the preseason has gone along I learned that years ago. Tommy West was a football head football coach here years ago, and he talked about how you know it's crazy as, as you're thinking that um, you know, it doesn't have a correlation, but it's a huge correlation between academics and their success on the field because the mature kids take care of their weightlifting, take care of their nutrition, take care of their off the field stuff, take care of academics, all the tutoring, and they they do those things, and it shows on the field. You notice that? It sounds like you've noticed that from this team. Well, I think that's that's low hanging fruit. When you don't, when as a coach, if you don't have to coach attitude, effort, or discipline, because those things inherently are done by the players, uh, you just see this trickle over in in they just want to be great at whatever they're doing, and that ultimately is what a being a champion is all about. It's not just the sport part of it. They're champion in life, and they want to be great at everything they touch. And so, yeah, coaches put a high emphasis on being great in all areas because it's a mindset kind of thing. So, of course, it's going to carry over to the field. I was listening to a former or a current head baseball coach yesterday. I was out of town. I was listening to another, another station. And he made the point that I was going to ask you about, unlike almost any other sport, like Major League Baseball, you don't see this. In college football, you don't see this. In college basketball, you don't see it. In your sport, Coach, the team that you – or the roles that are defined in, in the first few weeks of the season – change more in your sport by the time you get to may or june than any other sport that i know of uh do you, do you find that to be the case as well like your your team just changes and it, and it just the season's long anyway but just those roles seem to change more than, than any other sport no question it, the, i've never seen a team that the opening day lineup matches the lineup at the end of the season it's just roles change roles evolve players change players evolve they keep getting better uh, things happen, injuries happen, you know, performance fluctuates, guys get opportunities. Yeah, it's just, it's it's really a continuation of a path that once you start on this journey of, of continual growth and improvement and you keep the target on that, and we tell our guys, be the best at getting better. Be the number one ranked team at, at getting better. Then, of course, there's going to be that as the season goes on because the season's, you know, four months long and guys are continuing to improve and 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 their their bodies are improving, their abilities are improving, everything's improving because that's where their target is every day. Eric Backage is our guest. Clubs of Baseball opens this weekend. Coach, you had Will Taylor full time. Um, no no football this year for the first time. Uh, what did that do to his game? What did that do to uh, you know you getting him out on the baseball field more? It's crazy to think that that Willie T is specializing in baseball for the first time at 21 years old yeah. you know and there's so we, we don't have enough time this morning in the segment to talk about how how much i'm against early sports specialization for these young kids especially kids that are like 12 and 13 and 14 years old only doing one sport and will taylor is a, a shining example of how being an athlete first makes you a better baseball player later 
This is a kid that wrestled and played, obviously played great football, baseball, but was just an athlete, you know, and, and he can do things now as this explosive athletic player, twitchy player, um, because he was an athlete first. And so now that uh, the nuances of baseball, the skill components of baseball, he's been able to devote a lot more time to his craft his swing, his defense, all the things that, you know, that maybe you don't always just rely on, on pure athleticism for. It certainly helps, but um, he's been able to just, you know, kind of get in and, and really improve some small areas. He was always very good, uh, but I'm really excited about Willie T. And he had a breakout year last year, and I know he's just going to continue to add on top of that. I want to ask you about Cam Canarella, but I'm going to frame it in a, in a more of a general question first. And, and Coach, please correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong in this, but I've always felt like in your sport that maybe the biggest jump, and there's been other sports you see it sometimes too, but maybe the biggest jump is true freshman, a true sophomore season, or freshman, redshirt freshman season to, re, to, to freshman, freshman or redshirt freshman season. Is that the case? Uh, do you see that being the case, or do you see those jumps happen often from that first year to second year? You do see a big jump. You see a guy that is comfortable in understanding the routine and the expectations of how a program runs. And they can more naturally acclimate to how that program runs. They're also, they've had another birthday, and it's amazing what a year of strength and conditioning will do once you get it. Because most high school kids, some of them have good you know, strength and conditioning programs, but it's even if the good ones don't have it at the level of expertise and the level of nuanced training that's customized and specific to their body's needs, they're doing more general stuff. And here in a lot of college programs, it's extremely customized to what they need. So you do see this big adaptation uh, after year one because they've just had a year's worth of repetition in the program. So that's where you do see a lot of growth. And you'll see that not only from Cam. Cam's stronger, bigger, faster. He's, you know, he's obviously a great player. But Cam's, you'll see it with a lot of our other guys as well. But Cam's unique because Cam understands that he has to keep his focus on competing. He has to keep his focus on growth. He's not going to go out there and try to, replicate some something he did last year and play for the postseason accolades that he's going to get. That's not what drove him to his success the first year. And I think all kids that have had a ton of success in their first year, they always, in teams that had success in their first year, they have to remember the previous year, they have to remember what were the things that drove that success. How did it happen? And dig in on those, not just the external rewards and uncontrollables at the end. You are a great baseball coach because you're going to put Cam Canarella and Will Taylor in the lineup on most nights, and that's very smart of you, Coach. Uh, on the other side of that, there's a third outfield spot. you got a bunch of young, talented freshmen and sophomores, uh, seem like underclassmen and in, in, in the rest of the outfield. Give us an idea of, of some of those guys and maybe some of those roles or some things you'd like to see from the, from the, the third outfielder. Sure. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, Cam Canarella and Will Taylor make uh, anyone look like a good coach. Um, they are they are special talents. The third one is is going to be a combination of could be a few guys. So Alden Mathis is a left-handed hitter. That's probably the one thing that you know we don't have 
a ton of, or at least you'll see in the lineup every day, is a lineup that's you know stocked with half the orders left-handed. Uh, we're probably only going to have two or three left-handed hitters in the lineup throughout the year, whether you know whatever that means. But that's Alden is a very very good left-handed hitter. He's a grad transfer from Richmond. He's been drafted in his career. He used to be a, a two-way player like Caden Grice, but was more of a closer and an outfielder. Uh, but he's he's a very good player, and he'll he'll be a middle-order type hitter for us. And he can also play first base. And when he's playing first base and not in the outfield, then the two guys we had out there last year, Jack Crichton and Nate Hall, you'll see their their names in the lineup quite a bit because they both are a year better and uh, doing very well. Uh, so I'd say the outfield will mostly be, you know, those five guys. And then, of course, Leighton Lackey and Tristan Bassetta, who've been in the program, uh, are also a year better and, and uh, provide some skills in, in other ways as well. So we've got options. Um, feel very good about the outfield depth. And, uh, and that's not even mentioning Devin Parks. Devin Parks is, you know, one of the most explosive freshmen I've ever seen in all my days coaching he is going to be a household name and a future star uh, of Clemson baseball, and uh, and he's going to have to get his reps out there as well uh, because he has got a very bright future. Uh, infield, a little different story. Blake Wright does come back, but some new names, new faces, some transfer guys, some freshmen coming in, uh, some storylines for, for fans to follow this weekend across the infield. Yeah, so obviously everyone knows Blake Wright, and he'll be anchoring uh, most likely second base to start the season, uh, but Blake's great because he can play anywhere. Uh, but he's our returning captain and leader, and he'll be a captain and one of our leaders again this year. Uh, and then we have options, like you said. We've got grad transfers from um, uh, Davidson. We have Jacob Hinderleiter. We've from Georgetown, Andrew Chufo. Those are the two guys right now that, that will uh, start the season at shortstop. Um, you know, both those guys can play short. And we have a couple of guys that uh, have gotten a ton better uh, in the last year, and that's Nolan Naraki and Cooper Blouser in the infield. And they they slot more on the corners, first and third. Uh, but those guys have just made significant improvements, went out and had monster summers, were all-stars in their respective leagues, uh, but just did a great job. Of, of improving and, and being on a mission to earn a spot, and they both have earned a spot. Uh, and then we've got a Dynamo superstar, young freshman in Jaron Purify as well, much like Devin Parks, going to be a household name of Clemson baseball in the future and uh, going to find his way in there somewhere. And uh, we're excited about him. And, you know, he may not start the season as a starter, but he's definitely going to find his way on the field, um, and we're going to have to make that a priority. Uh, behind the plate, um, uh, you got yet uh, a bunch of competition. I know there. What's the latest with with the uh, the catchers? Well, we knew you know Jacob Gerald, um It was going to be a great option for us, and and um, we wanted to bring in um, some experience to help him with the catching duties. So we brought in Jimmy Overtop, grad transfer from Michigan, and uh, and Jimmy can also play first base, and Jimmy can also DH. And uh, and so the two of them will share the majority of the catching duties. Uh, both are very accomplished, very good catchers. 
Um, and so, you know, you'll see you'll see both of them back behind home plate, and when they're not catching, they'll, you know, be in the lineup as DH or uh, Jimmy Overtop can also slide to first base. But both of those guys have just established themselves this offseason and preseason as, as significant bats that need to be in the lineup because of the power that both of them have and the ability for the long ball. So Gerald and Overtop will both be in there in some capacity, they're not going to necessarily lead the team in stolen bases, but these are guys that are both capable of double-digit home runs for sure. Coach, uh, the the pitching staff nowhere is it is it more um, you know so much of a of a uh, morph or, or, or changes in, in development than the pitching staff and those roles change. We talked about the lineup changing an awful lot, but it seems like those roles change with the pitching staffs at least for this weekend. Um, and I know you're, you're. I learned last year reluctant about name roles and name early with things. I'm not asking more specifics there, but some storylines, some of the names to follow from what the fans will see on the mound this weekend. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's it's all the guys that have started for us last year are in contention. We haven't decided on who's going to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but we feel really good about the six or seven options that could start, and whoever doesn't start will be obviously the first up in relief. And then we also feel really good about the four proven guys we have in the back end that have been in these high leverage situations. So, you know, the starting the starting options that you know obviously everyone looks right to Austin Gordon just because he you know, started every single weekend last year and was a Team USA invitee. And he's actually a little lower on the pitch count buildup. So wherever he slots in to start, um, you know, his pitch count won't be built up yet. So we've got to figure that one out. But he'll he'll definitely, you know, find his way uh, as a starting pitcher somewhere. Uh, but we've also got Tristan Smith, who, you know, was able to pitch in a variety of roles last year, including the starter, uh, but he's he had a great summer in the Cape Cod League and was an all-star and poised for a, a break, big breakout sophomore campaign. Uh, we have other guys who have started for us in Joe Allen and Rocco Reed. Um, we have a freshman that's that's really established himself named Aiden Kanak, who you know may have some of our best stuff on the team. Uh, and then we brought in a transfer from Wofford that has the most starting experience of anyone on the team in Matt Marshall. And uh, and he is just that steady, consistent strike throwing machine that uh, will give any any club a quality start um, just by the ability to be efficient with his with his pitches. And then looking at the back end, like we just mentioned, you know, having a guy like Nick Clayton, who was our most valuable pitcher last year, was eight no. Caden Grice was our most valuable player. Nick Clayton was our you know just looking at the pitching nick clayton was extremely valuable as a pitcher eight no small era came in to just pitch till it felt like he was in every game has the ability to be durable and can go more than an inning rob hughes and reed garris both pitched in high leverage relief spots last year came in in absolute jams and were able to pitch out of it and then bringing in the other wofford transfer lucas malstadt you know he was on some national stopper of the year award watch list uh, throws from a low slot, kind of a submarine to sidearm guy. It just uh, threw 80 some innings at Wofford last year. You know, almost 30 appearances, 20 some appearances, and um, he is tough. He hits a tough slot. It's multiple pitches for strikes. He fields his position. You know, those four guys are going to be in the back end of the game. So the ability to shrink the game with the back end bullpen that we have, veteran pieces that have been there, done that. Along with the good starting options we have, we, we feel very optimistic of, 
about the depth of the pitching staff as well as the depth of position players. But we'll see, Mickey. Obviously, yeah. we, we need to get tested. We need to get knocked down a few times to find out who we really are. Well, Xavier's going to try to do that. 4 o'clock Friday, 2 o'clock Saturday, 1 on Sunday. Uh, Coach, it's going to be an awesome weekend. And then, and let's talk next Tuesday because we've got midweek games. Presbyterian comes to town. And then we've got uh, Kennesaw State next week. Opening weekend, Coach. I love it. I know you're excited. We are as well. Can't thank you enough for your time. And uh, great luck this weekend. And we'll talk to you next Tuesday. All right. Thanks, Mickey. Talk right. to you then. Eric Backich, Clemson baseball coach, opening day. Be there Friday at 4 p.m. Short or 2 o'clock. Uh, short break. We'll come back when we do. A moment with Milt. Dr. Milt Louder right after this. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Gabby. Hey, Gabby. It's Jennifer Coolidge. Hi. I'm, I'm so glad I reached you at 2 a.m. Oh, of course. Anyone with a Discover card can call and talk to a real person 24-7. Now, how can I help? Yeah, I used my Discover card to buy these yellow pleather pajamas, and I'm just not sure I'm pulling them off. 24-7 U.S.-based customer service. It pays to Discover. Limitations apply. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. No one wants it to happen to them, but unfortunately, chances are good that at some point it'll happen to you. Roof troubles. It's one of the most important parts of your biggest investment. So when you need repairs or a new installation, you need someone who you can trust to get the job done right. You need Joe Robertson and Son Roofing. As a family-owned and operated roofing company for nearly six decades, Joe Robertson and Son have built a reputation for quality craftsmanship. It's why thousands of upstate home and business owners have chosen them for their roofing needs. Beyond providing quality work they're proud to stand by, Joe Robertson and Son Roofing also takes a client-first approach to their job. That means quality roofing, fair pricing, and complete customer satisfaction. Put it all together, and it's easy to see why they're the upstate's premier roofing provider. You can't cut corners when it comes to roof repairs and installations, so go with the trusted name in the upstate. Go with Joe Robertson and Son Roofing. Get started today by visiting them online at robertsonroofing.net. East Main Furniture in Easley, where every day is a sale day. Come find deals on living room, bedroom, dining room, lamps, rugs, mattresses, and occasional furniture. Brands like Lazy Boy, England, Best, Ashley, Catnapper, Liberty Furniture, and Von Bassett. All at discounted prices. If they don't stock it, they can special order it for you. Now offering up to 12 months. Same as cash on purchases over $300. East Main Furniture located at 829 East Main Street, Easley. Or call 864-442-6054 today. Attention golf cart fans, Salty Fries has expanded to Greenville, bringing us the number one number golf cart, the Icon EV, voted by thousands to be the number one overall best golf cart brand and the best street legal golf cart in 2023. Come experience the difference. Best yet, Salty Fries golf carts of Greenville can customize the Clemson-themed golf cart of your dreams. Save up to $2,000 during the end of the model year closeout sale. Salty Fries on Highway 183 in Piedmont and at SaltyFriesFryes.com. Is switching your wireless service to Total by Verizon easy? Totalmente. And you get unlimited 5G data, $25 a line for four lines on the unlimited plan, at an amazing price with no contracts. Should you switch to Total by Verizon? Definitely. Uh, I mean, Totalmente. find a store or switch suavemente at totalbyverizon.com. Monthly rate when you activate without a pay, plus taxes and fees. Discount begins the month after you enroll. Additional terms apply. See website for data management practices. If you or a loved one age 55 and older are looking for all-inclusive living, Everlon Clemson is the perfect place for you. Now offering first-floor studio apartments, including two Shepard Pair meals per day, 
Utilities included, your own kitchen, washer dryer, and housekeeping services if you need them. Live independently and thrive at Everlon Clemson. Spaces are limited, so act now. Call for your free tour, 864-499-8318, or visit online at everlonliving.com. Hey, Mark, remember, getting help from Progressive is so easy. You can use the mobile app, chat with us online, or call us. And you pick now to tell me. I couldn't miss little Grace's ballet recital. Oh, thanks for inviting me, by the way. Did I? Because you know I'm always here for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can use the mobile app if I need help. Sorry, you're in my wife's seat, though? Oh, yeah, I gotta go anyway. <laughs> tell Grace she nailed her chasse. Get the help you need from Progressive with her mobile app, online chat, or over the phone. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Not available in all states. Live and local sports talk coming to you from the Upcountry Fiber Studios. This is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Serving the five counties of the South Carolina Upstate. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. The Mickey Plyler Show. Forming the Upstate since circa 1834. Dang, that is old. Monday through Friday, right here on The Roar, where every day is game day. When I wake up in the morning, love, and the sunlight hurts my eyes, and something without Welcome back. Glad to have you with us. Zero Res, Zero Res, Greenville.com. You want your loved one to have a great, absolutely fantastic Valentine's tomorrow? Well, here's a great thing for you. Why not go with Zero Res? Zero Res, get those carpets clean right now. Three rooms of carpet, just $109. What a great Valentine's Day special. ZR Water, proven by science, patented cleaning process. No harsh chemicals, no harsh detergents, no harsh soaps. Uh, it stays cleaner longer because no residue left behind. Get the area rugs done, the carpets done, the tile and grout done. Get the air ducts done. $50 off on air duct cleaning right now when you put in air 50 at ZeroResGreenville.com. Uh, she'll love it. Uh, I promise you. Cleaner homes make mom and and uh, wife and girlfriend happier. It's our great friends at Zero Res and ZeroResGreenville.com. To our guest lines, uh, a moment with Milt, our sports and performance psychologist from Amplos.com, Dr. Milt Louder. Good morning, doctor. How you doing this morning? Oh, Mickey, I'm, I'm having to listen to uh, Homegrown before I get on the radio. I know. Since we've somewhat been, been censored uh, or, or uh, said we couldn't use it. So in my mind, I'm still trying to get my mind right. I, I want everybody to remember everything we need and nothing that we don't. But I've heard you sing, and I can't sing. So we'll just have to kind of imagine it in our minds. Well, Doc, if you want me to sing, I've got, I've got no problem <laughs> being the songbird of my generation through all of that. Um, <laughs> one of your biggest fans, uh, a former Clemson soccer player and former Clemson soccer coach, uh, sent me a text last week, and he says, question for Milt next time. Uh, and he sent this on Tuesday of last week after your segment. He listens every day. He listens to every one of your podcasts. I think he's on like uh, – he's about three-quarters of the way, and, and, and he loves you. But he says, now that he's been a part of two national football championships and two soccer championships, what are the similarities, what are the differences, what are the challenges and the thrills of working with those two programs and two, those two great head coaches – what are similarities and differences working those stats? What are the, uh, the, the differences or, or the, the highs and lows of all that? And he says, in my opinion, Dr. Milt Louder deserves a whole lot of credit for all four of those championships. I mean, we, could not, uh, <laughs> we need to celebrate him more and can, as what he continues to bring to Clemson Athletics. And he, goes, he finishes by saying this, the world would be a better place if we adhered to more of Milt's stuff. 
So. Oh, my goodness. you got a big fan. Uh, and it wasn't my mom or anything like no, that? No, huh? no, no. It was a dear friend of mine, uh, <laughs> one of the fellows at lunch, and, and uh, again, a former player and coach here at, at Clemson. But uh, and I'll let oh, you kind of handle that. Yeah, how gracious of that. Uh, to me, one, just, just thank you for the kind words and comments. And, and what a blessing for me to be a part of uh, all of Clemson, to, to be at a place I love and to be able to feel like you contribute uh, and help impact uh, these young men and women and older men and women on and off the field. Uh, you know, I never could have dreamed it, Mickey, uh, that this would be an opportunity I would have. And then to, uh, I think I was talking, Coach Dean and I were talking later on, and, and I never dreamed of being a part of the football program and winning national championships. And I told him, I said, I certainly never dreamed of being a part of the soccer national championship. And, and I think the similarities, what I love, and we'll start with the two head coaches, I mean, two of the best head coaches in the business, two of the best I've ever worked with. And I think the similarities are um, the, the vision, the belief, um, pursuing mastery, creating alignment within the culture, getting everybody to buy in. Um, you know, the differences um, in terms of those two head coaches, a little bit different personalities maybe in terms of, of how they interact with others um, and, and maybe a little bit of how they communicate. Um, but, uh, you know, when I think about Mike Noonan, I think about just the curiosity and humility he has to seek knowledge. And, and constantly asking questions, constantly um, um, trying to understand, trying to look for that edge where Coach Sweeney has a wonderful uh, amount of knowledge, it's very well read, um, very always learning, always watching, always observing. Um, and I think so those are, those are two of some characteristics. You think about great leaders and great coaches. Those are some of the things that I think really stand out. Uh, the humility, the strive to get better, um, staying true to who you are, understanding your strengths, understanding your personalities, uh, understanding those around you. We think great coaches and leaders create cultures, and that's that's the foundation of fabric of both of these programs. The cultures, uh, they know who they are. They know what they believe. They have the courage to act and live according to what they believe. They are not defined by worldly success. They are not defined by what other people think about them. You know, they define, and it's from the inside out. Both programs are built on that. You know, when I think about where Nuna took over the soccer program, it was it was it was in disarray. Uh, you know, we had not had a great a lot of success in football as well, and so the determination of those two men and the vision for what they were both building uh, is amazing. I guess I started working with Coach Swinney a lot in '09 and Coach Noonan in 2010. So. You know, and then you think about the staffs, one consistent theme that has been like loyalty. You know, the soccer staff now has been together I don't, maybe six or seven years, maybe longer. Phil has been with, with Coach Noonan since the very beginning, you know, and, and has had a chance to leave. And I think about, you know, our, our, in football, we had a sense of loyalty and a sense of appreciation, a sense of respect. Uh, and so I think about those staff, that consistency, uh, that level of trust, that level of understanding, and that level of alignment towards we're working towards a common goal. We're on the same team. Now, we're all human, but we're working towards a common goal. So, I, you know, so, so 
so let me pause there and say, okay, where do I need to go? What other questions uh, did you have around that? Around that, how about the athletes part of it? Is there a similar – the sports are totally different, and they're even uh, an international kid compared to a kid from the country. But we talked about that in the past with how, you know, language and how, you know, understanding how kids are raised. But, but, but the elite, the Herman Award winner compared to the – the Trevor Lawrence, Deshaun Watsons of the world as well. Do those elite athletes, what do they share in common in those two sports, or are they, are they different in a lot of ways in those two sports as well? Man, these are really good questions. And to be honest, I haven't sat around a whole lot and thought about it. Um, <laughs> you know, the good and the bad, I, you know, of living through the, through the windshield and not the rearview mirror, you don't look back a whole lot. You know, when I think about the talent, obviously stands out. It's amazing what a great sports psychologist I've been with some of the athletes we've had um, and the talent and, uh, coaches we work with. So, so here's what I think it, uh, those national championships were player-led. Like the players took ownership of the team. And it, what, like their talent absolutely opened the door. But as Bill Parcells, the character got them through to the other side. So when your best players are your best leaders are your best workers and they have internal leadership – that's what creates championship teams. And that's what I saw with both of, you know, I guess these four national championships. The players taking ownership, the players believing, the players holding each other accountable, the players setting the standard. And they did it in different ways. I mean, I think back to, you know, what set the stage for the first national championship with soccer was they had they'd gone through a difficult year in 2018. And the staff kind of got together and had to make some tough decisions and um, reset the tone and the vision. And, um, you know, Coach Noonan and the staff, like, here's how we want to play. And the players bought in. And the players that didn't buy in didn't get to be a part of the program. And so when I think about those talented players and I think about the, the, the Christian, you know, that second run, 2017 laid the foundation for 2018. I think about Christian Wilkins' leadership when Kelly Bryant left, and Kelly Bryant's one of my favorite people ever. But his leadership to hold the team together, to go to Trevor Lawrence and say, hey, this is your team. You know, that is what you need to be successful in sports and in life. You need a great team, and you need people that are willing to lead and, and live according to what they believe. I'm going to throw you a huge curveball here. Because you, you just bragged out, those are good questions and easy questions. All right, I've got one for you. I watched Travis Kelsey, because we try to be pertinent and timely in our information here. I watched Travis Kelsey bump his head coach and yell at his head coach during the Super Bowl. Um, I watched, you know, some sometimes you see it in other places there. But, but I watched Clemson soccer and I watched Clemson football. And the word that I think of, and I've been using this word a little bit lately, you know, you get caught on certain phrases or words here, is principled. And so I looked up this morning mm -hmm. and, and making sure I just had the right understanding of the word principled. And it is acting in accordance with morality and showing recognition of right and wrong. And I watched the Kansas City Chiefs. Travis Kelsey is the most talented tight end I've ever seen in the history of the NFL, man. The way he comes out of cuts, the way he leverages defenders and uses that and then it accelerates out of his cut and that big, huge body and frames. He has great hands and runs out to the catch, all that stuff. But I still have a problem in, in being principled, and I don't care how good he is, you don't bump your head coach. You don't scream at your head coach. I don't care. I don't care. Whatever level, whatever sport, however good you are, you're not good enough. He's the best tight end in the history of the league, but that's not good enough. 
to where you could go bump a 65-year-old head coach and scream in his face. But I, and I agree with you because old old school me says put him on the bench, but 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 Andy Reid, the master in my mind, if you hear his interpretation, he wasn't doing that out of being selfish. And so what grace? Yeah. And, and, he, and it may be wrong because it looked very selfish. It looked like I mean, if you watch Travis Kelsey, it's easy uh, when you're that talented to feel entitled. Um, to, to feel like you deserve something more than everybody else. And that's what I see with Travis Kelsey. And so his actions, to me, undermined the, the, what they're trying to do as a team. But Andy Reid said, and I, I, you know, I didn't think that was being selfish. And so if it was being selfish, he thought it like, so who knows what was said. Right. And so I thought that was a master class by Andy Reid of his interpretation of that and not to overreact. You're – You've got superstars in that league, but but what I know about our, our at least our soccer and our and our football program and all our coaches, there's a clear vision and there are clear values, and there's going to be accountability. And greatness cannot occur without accountability. And so, in this world that we live in today, where this postmodern world where there is no absolute truth anymore, it seems, mm. and you get to determine what you think is true and what you think is right. Mm. That word, that word principled, that word principled is really, that's a great word. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's what I have such a great appreciation for, but especially these two programs that we're breaking them down today of all our, all our coaches and all our staff. And when we have the vision and values for the whole athletic department, this is who we are. This is what we believe. Are we completely human? Yes. Are we going to make mistakes? Yes. But we know who we are and what we believe. And we're going to hold ourselves accountable to that standard. And and guess what, Mickey? Success becomes a byproduct. Winning becomes a byproduct of your culture, of your commitment, of your character, of your process, of your effort. Of, of And this is one of the things we didn't talk about. All those great, talented players were willing to sacrifice themselves to be a part of something greater. And that's what the essence of the team really is. And that takes everybody committing to hey, I'm willing to sacrifice me to be a part of something greater than myself. <clears throat> Just go ahead and uh, can that one, and let's put that in a loop. Play that in a loop in my ear here for the next <laughs> for the next uh, week. Hey, 478 area coach says Amplos and, and Drew Branning have, have also helped the team in Athens as well. Kirby always gives him credit and gives you guys credit for great stuff for that. Tell me about Amplos, Amplos.com, uh, how folks can find you, what you guys are doing, because uh, we're preaching this morning, man. We've got a lot of great stuff coming this morning for you. <laughs> Uh, you know, I know Coach Backett was on before us, and, and I think Corey recorded a podcast with him yesterday, and so that's coming out as we get ready to kick off the baseball season. I guess not kick off, throw out the first pitch. And, Mickey, i, I got to say I had the honor and privilege of, of recording a podcast last night with our good friend Red Martin. And if you want to know what is so important in this world, what I just couldn't help but think through that podcast Faith, which is being sure of what we hope for, certain of what we do not see. Hope, like you can't live in a world without hope. And love conquers all. Mm. And so what he's been through and what he's overcome and how he tries to, how he's turned that pain into purpose and the love that is evident in his life was humbling to me. Uh, overwhelming to me at times, 
but so inspiring. And so just like you, we're trying to be relevant and trying to encourage others. And so that was one that was so meaningful to me last night. He called me beforehand, and he was nervous. So you've got a big – You made. he didn't get nervous very often, but he was nervous going over there. I said, no, man, you you be red. Red's good enough. You be authentic, and it will work, yes. and it does. And he's he's as authentic and as honest as about his, his, what he believes in as anybody I know. So I can't wait to listen to both those so podcasts. Powerful. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, let, but let's do that next week. Let's discuss Red's podcast when we visit next week. Okay, perfect, man. I hope you have a great day. Thanks, Mickey. You're the best, my friend. Dr. Milt Louder, Amplist.com. Thank you so much. I love that segment. Hey, Prime Lending, PrimeLendingSC.com. Uh, call them today. Love to help you out. PrimeLendingSC.com. Mark Hawkins, a great team. Amanda McCall, you want those renovations done? You, you want to you got to buy a new home out there? This is the people to call. I love them. Love what they do. Love their experience. Love how they streamline the process. PrimeLendingSC.com. Much more right after this. Hey, Mark, remember, getting help from Progressive is so easy. You can use the mobile app, chat with us online, or call us. And you pick now to tell me. I couldn't miss little Grace's ballet recital. Oh, thanks for inviting me, by the way. Did I? Because you know I'm always here for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I can use the mobile app if I need help. Sorry, you're in my wife's seat, though. Oh, yeah, I gotta go anyway. (laughs) Tell Grace she nailed her chasse. Get the help you need from Progressive with our mobile app, online chat, or over the phone. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Not available in all states. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, the scenic views stick around after the sun sets, and your favorite cocktails keep you company long after overtime. Where else can you unwind with bourbon and late-night bites? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Sitting here again today with our good friend Gary Mahaffey of Insurance for Seniors and Disabled. Listener asks, Well, I think that I read in my Medicare and you book that I have another shot at changing plans in the January to March period if I have a Medicare Advantage plan already. Ask Gary for me. Good catch, listener. You would qualify if you have a Medicare Advantage plan already in effect. Additionally, there are other special election periods that you may qualify for, and you do not need to wait until next year to use them. I recommend that you call me today at 864-307-8484 and let's discuss your individual circumstance. There you go, listener. Give Gary a call today at 864-307-8484. And remember, Gary represents seven of the largest Medicare insurance companies and approximately 125 plans. In the unlikely event that you would want another company's plan, Gary will shepherd you through SHIP or Medicare to accomplish that goal. Gilstrap Roofing has an experienced team that specializes in shingle and flat roofs for residential, commercial, and industrial customers. Their dedication to complete customer satisfaction is why a large portion of their business comes from repeat customers and referrals. If you need a full-service roofing contractor that has over 88 years of experience and takes pride in top customer satisfaction, Gilstrap Roofing has got you covered. Call for your free roofing estimate today at 269-1232 and online at gilstraproofing.com. Finding a dealership alternative just got easier. With three locations in Greenville, Cherrydale, and Anderson, First Class Halt is here to service your Honda, Acura, Lexus, and Toyota. With ASE certified technicians, state-of-the-art equipment, free shuttles, customer rewards program, and a limited lifetime warranty on parts and labor, we stand behind our work. So if you're looking for an independent service shop who treats you like a customer, not a number, look no further than firstclasshalt.com. And while you are there, take advantage of our new customer offer, First Class Halt, your dealership alternative. Just trust me. We've all heard or said these words ourselves at various points. It's going to be great. Just trust me. We say that all the time. And that's basically what I'm saying when you hear me talk about PhD weight loss. I'm just asking you, just trust me. 
Now, now the reality is a few of y'all are thinking things like this. Will it be safe? Or, you know, perhaps more commonly, will I fail? Nope, you won't fail because they won't let you. You're not your past. Whatever diet pills or injections you did in the past failed you. Wanting to drop weight is 80% of the battle, so you're almost there. And the other 20% is having an expert on your side, a way to keep you on track. Keeping you on track is what PhD does. It's the most important thing that they do. I want you to think about this. Think about what not doing PhD will do. Multiply five pounds times five years of doing nothing. You're another 25 plus pounds overweight if you don't stop right now and call PhD. For more info, go to the website at myphdweightloss.com. The Mickey Plyler Show. Experience and a name you can trust. Or whatever else those news anchor promos use. On 105.5 and 97.5, The Roar, where every day is game day. Homegrown alligator, see you later. Gotta hit the road, gotta hit the road. The sun ain't changing the atmosphere, architecture, I'm familiar. I could get used to this. Time flies by in the yellow and green. Stick around and you'll see what I mean. There's a mountain top that I'm dreaming of. If you need me, you know where I'll be. I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun. Feeling like a someone. I'll be riding shotgun. Welcome back. Glad to have you with us. <laughs> hey, Landscaper Supply, man, they are rocking and rolling right now. <clears throat> so, Landscaper Supply, uh, it is a time of year. I mean, there's all kinds of time of, times of year to get in touch with Landscaper Supply. But the spring, think about this for a second. Uh, they've got this great deal on uh, you buy a, a propane grill and uh, you get free gas for a, for a year. That's a, an awesome deal. But just think about the springtime right around the corner now. And you think about all of the just terrific, these unbelievable um, products that they have are going to help your spring go so much better. So Landscaper Supply, uh, they, all their locations, uh, we're very lucky to have them and what they have. They've got a big grand opening coming up. I'll continue to tell you more about But with uh, spring knocking on your door, get your lawn right, get your patio right, get your home right. Pros and homeowners know the best place to do this. Is, is Landscaper Supply. They've got seven locations in the upstate of South Carolina. Uh, wherever you're in the upstate of South Carolina, you're near one right now. So a better experience for homeowners, a better experience for the pros. The, the Landscaper people know who to buy from. Landscaper Supply. Uh, check them out online, landscaper-supply.com. And uh, I'm going to tell you more about a little grand opening uh, in, in the uh, the Piedmont area coming up a little bit later on too. But uh, good folks there. And some awesome products. And uh, you know what happens, Will? The older I get, the more I like spending time in the yard, more time out that way, and uh, spend more time at Landscaper Supply. <coughs> Good people for sure. Uh, two great guests, Eric Backett, 705, Milt Louder, 725. Tony Morell is going to join us. The Gamecocks are still looking for a tight ends coach. We'll ask about that coming up and, uh, and, and spring practice right around the corner down in Columbia. Open phone line in this segment. In case you missed our first hour. Uh, I had an interesting break just now. Well, let me mention this quickly about, about that last segment. 3400 makes a great point by saying it's Andy Reid's job to nip that 
in, in the butt. Uh, just because he apologized doesn't mean it's okay. Uh, what happens does, uh, does he scream, me, 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 the same exact thing that happened to, to Will Shipley during the season. Can't say it's okay uh, because he said it's sorry. It's like saying you can sin as long as you repent. Uh, you never, ever really bump or get to yell at the skipper. I agree with that. And, and, it, and Andy Reid did a terrific job of diffusing it, and that's what leadership looks like, right? Because they won the Super Bowl, and that's the focus. And Andy Reid takes, deflects all of that negative attention and says, well, to take it that way, puts it in bed, takes responsibility himself, and then says, I didn't see it that way, and then they, they get back to celebrating. Um, Texture said, I feel like this is overblown, and Andy handled it perfectly. I don't think it's overblown. I don't think that. 65-year-old head coaches need to get bumped and yelled at by players. I, maybe I'm just old-fashioned, but, but at no point in time does the – I can't go to my bosses today and go bump them. How would that work for you, uh, 0368? Go bump your boss today and yell and scream at them. I don't care how many cars you're selling. I don't care how, how good of a, of a plumber you are. I don't, uh, it's not going to work. We have, we have great ratings here in this show, and our sales are, are phenomenal for this show. I can't go bump my GM this morning and start yelling at him. That wouldn't be the pertinent move to, to go about. There, I can't sell enough radio ads. Travis Kelsey can't catch enough passes. Can't win enough Super Bowls to where you go, ah, that's okay. If you're principled. If you're principled. Text said, Mickey, I, uh, I miss why you're not allowed to lead in with homegrown any longer. Uh, with, with radio and talk radio, you, you, you can do it with 30 seconds is what you're, you're licensed to do with any song out there without breaking any kind of copyrights or stuff. So you do have to do 30 seconds. So I hope that answers that question. Uh, <laughs> text said, not going to do it. Wouldn't be prudent. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to be principled. You can just, you can just stand for nothing and not try to differentiate, differentiate between right and wrong. And again, Travis Kelsey's going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And Travis Kelsey has has millions of dollars, and he's got stuff I'll never have. But I'm not sure he's principled. He'll he'll learn that at a certain point in time. He'll mature, and hopefully he'll learn it. You know, look back on it, and go, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. Hopefully, but but look at the difference in the two. Andy Reid at 65 diffused it, handled it, showed leadership. He could have. Made a big deal out of it. You give Andy Reid the credit for how that worked out. The other thing is, <coughs> case just joining us, hit a deer last night, and now I got to go through all that. But but thank goodness I've got Brad Hughes, and Brad's already checked on me. Up during the break, had to send pictures of the of the <coughs> automobile. I already got my uh, claim number and drop it off this morning. It's drivable, thank goodness. But uh. Good to have have that on your side, and it puts things in perspective. That in the end, uh, health is uh, they make more cars, and they make insurance policies for a reason. They make body shops for a reason, and they make car dealerships for a reason. And uh, your health and your um, family and all that. My family was not in the car with me, and no one was hurt. So that's all great news. There's not good news. You got to go do what I got to do the next few days here, but that's fine. Uh, in the end, it's not not that big of a deal. Georgia Greg's in Greenwood, South Carolina, where I was. Passing through yesterday. Good morning, Greg. How you doing? I'm good, Mickey. How are you? Blessed, buddy. Very blessed. Good. I wish you would stop by the pharmacy and said, "Hey, uh, 
I'll do that next yep, time. You know, I go through time. there all the time. Uh, my in-laws, I, I got to go through there to see my in-laws. So I'll, I'll stop by sometime. I'll do that for sure. Love cool. to see. Thanks. Hey, um, you know, this, this was my thought during the game. I, as soon as I saw it happen, um, and, I, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm old school like you. I'm like, that just used to not happen. Nobody was that stupid. Um, but I was thinking about it, and it made me – it made me think, you know what? I haven't seen Taylor Swift all first half, and we're getting toward the end. And I started thinking about how the week, couple weeks leading up, the way the, the championship game went, that how Kelsey was so involved and he was always shown, I can just see mentally the lead-up and the plan and just how in, in his own mind, I don't think he thought about it, but it was like, man, this, this was supposed to be another coronation of, seeing me doing some awesome things and flipping to my girlfriend and all that. And if you're not going to play me, I'm not going to get all these opportunities. I, I, I got to believe somewhere subconsciously, even though he's a great football player, even though he probably has never thought that way. It, I think it crept up to him and it got him a little bit, but it, it just, I was just, I couldn't, when it, so he did that, I said, I will never, ever pull for you again, dude. But, um, I just wondered if that somehow got in his mindset that, hey, I'm supposed to be on display here. You're not putting me out there. Oh. Yeah, I, I get that as well. And, look, we can hide behind the idea this this uh, – do we know what was said? No. Um, do we know the what led up to it, what led afterwards, all this kind of thing? No. He did have one catch for one yard in the first half, and I get all that. Uh, the great thing about football is it is a team game. And that Kelsey can't catch a yep. pass if Mahomes doesn't throw it right. If the back doesn't catch on, uh, get, get, you know, get the, the closing blitzer coming in. If the offensive line doesn't protect him, if some receivers don't run uh, defensive backs out of his zone. So those are all team games in there. And I know it's, 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 he's so good. He's so talented that we overlook some things by some people. And we can uh, say that uh, we, oh, I love his podcast. I'm a Chiefs fan, and I think that's okay. In the end, you can you can say all those things, but in the end, you you do that by not staying true to principled and and, and what's right. And it's just not right. I don't care. There's no there's not enough footballs to be thrown or caught. There's not enough. There's not a big enough game. There's not a big enough stage. There's not a big enough girlfriend. I don't care. I don't care if you dates. Uh, 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 her and and uh, Underwood and uh, whoever else, all the other stars. Let let bet all of it doesn't matter. In the end, is there's right and wrong. And and for a, a football player to go bump his head coach and scream in his face, there is no circumstance that you could go. Well, you know, I do think that's right now. It's not right. You can you can blame it off and rub it off in any way you want to blame it. But in the end, it's not the right thing to do. And then how you know? I agree, hundred percent. Anyway. Yeah, I agree 100. percent And I think it. And, and one thing he can it, it will always take away from us true sports football fans, team fans, and all that is that any narrative from the championship game a couple weeks before where he led his team, where he pulled his team through by all his catches, by nobody else was kind of driving the team, and he was doing it. All that narrative goes right away when he flips from take carrying the team through to it's all about me. That's why this NLL stuff sucks. Yep, I agree. Opinion, I agree. Yep. All right. Always great to hear from you, Greg. Appreciate that for sure. I schedule a discovery session with Trail the next time you think about building. 
because budget overruns and missed deadlines and pure poor communication is probably what you're thinking in your head and the most common challenges with construction projects. It might have been that way in the past. It doesn't have to be that way. Trails proven success. They're trusted advice. They're helpful options. They help enable you to overcome those obstacles. They save you time. They save you money. They save you frustration. Get in touch with Trail. Schedule a discovery session with them today. You can do that um, uh, at uh, 859-8289, 859-8289, com. The Better Building Experience Works, com. the second best website in all of the uh, in the world. So go by and see those good folks there. Tony Morrell joins us, hour number three, right after this.